So we have understood so far in this chapter, the title is Attaining the Supreme. So different people have different understanding of the Supreme. And the unfortunate prevalent understanding is that Supreme is simply an energy. As one devotee was describing today, he's trying to uh, help a person advance in spiritual life. So this person is already following some other process. He does meditation every day for one or two hours. And what is his meditation? His meditation is you simply sit down and uh, Prabhu was trying to explain to you, please chant on beads. He's saying, no, no, we don't count. We should not put a number to chanting. So I sit down, I chant uh, verbally or in mind. And then ultimate aim of this chanting is to see some light. If you are able to see the light, then your meditation is successful. So like this various understandings people have, but we have to understand spiritual life is very simple. Understanding what is truth. Athato Brahma Jigyasa. And uh, the spirit is the basis of everything that we see around us. Spirit is actually the truth. Whatever we see matter, that is also spirit, which is covered by ignorance. Ultimately, everything is spirit. So that is why the process of finding truth, the path of truth is called spirituality. Because spirit is actually truth and matter is only category. It is uh, another manifestation of spirit. So truth cannot have many, many definitions. Either mango can be sweet, it can be sour, it can be bitter, it can be pungent. It cannot have all the tastes. There is a standard taste of mango. In a similar fashion, there is a standard understanding of truth. So we cannot tell, oh, you don't have soul. That is also truth. You have soul. That is also truth. God is having many forms. That is also truth. God has got no, no, there should be a specific understanding. Truth does not change as per the understanding of people. So what is that understanding, that standard understanding, which is attested by all the self-realized souls? And it is explained by God. It is mentioned in the Vedas. It is mentioned in this chapter of Bhagavad Gita. So we saw in the last verse of the previous class, what is that truth? So Lord Krishna explains, Purusha sa para partha bhakta labhyas tu ananyaya. Purusha sa para partha, that truth is Purusha. Purush means a person, a man. Now we should not try to take some other meaning out of it. No, Puru means something and Shah means something. And then there is no meaning of reading the Vedas if you take out your own meaning. So the most famous Bhagavad Gita of our country in Hindi language, of course, English, there is no match for Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita. So it is very, very misleading right from the first shloka. First shloka, if somebody opens, the definition would be Kurukshetra means this body. And the... Horses means uh, the senses and X, Y, Z. So many other things are mentioned. Pandavas are the senses and the vices are the Kauravas and it's internal fight. There is nothing called Kurukshetra place. Kurukshetra is this body. So this is, sir, your understanding. Why you are giving your understanding? Vedas are evidence. If everyone takes out his own meaning, there is no meaning we have understood sufficiently. There is no meaning of Vedas. So we should not try to take out the interpretation, but try to understand from the speaker himself. So that is why the principle of the Vedas is you take the Mukhya Vritti, the direct understanding or the dictionary understanding, especially when the Bhagavad Gita is meant for the less intelligent people. Bhagavad Gita is a part of Mahabharata. Shtri Shudra Dvijabandhunam Traina Shruti Gocharam. 
so it is mentioned in the vedas those people who are less intelligent they cannot understand the vedic uh, injunctions for them this mahabharat is written so mahabharat so much of war politics diplomacy envy fight and all these things drama is mentioned why because people are interested in drama so ved vyas wanted to present this drama so that people will be able to understand that extract this bhagavad gita so ultimately this bhagavad gita is what ved vyas wanted to impart but nobody is having interest in understanding truth or philosophy just like the dog is not interested generations of dog has, have passed away and they have been suffering from the same problems they don't have a house for themselves they just occupy some street and somebody will come and throw stones stones were pelted upon the great grandfather of the dog the grandfather of the dog the dog and son of dog will face the same fate so dog is not thinking all these humans are making their houses can i can i not make a house so what is this institute next to where i am living what do people study here oh they study this nice engineering i can also study that science no dog will not think why am i suffering how to solve the suffering but in this human form of life solution can be made for the sufferings so if a person does not make this inquiry what is truth of life and he accepts so oh, everyone is suffering i am also having diseases i am also having death dying is natural this is so just like dog thinks my great grandfather was pelted upon my grandfather was thrown stones upon my father also had the same uh destiny i will also meet the same destiny what is difference then that is called dog mentality human life means no i should understand what is truth why am i suffering how to make the solution so that is why truth cannot have hundred understandings so especially uh, ved vyas when he understood people are less intelligent they will not try to understand truth he gave this bhagavad gita properly sandwiched by mahabharat yes you are very fond of reading drama reading politics so you read all these things and then in between the most important essence is bhagavad gita that is what he was willing to impart so this mahabharata was meant for less intelligent people who were having no inclination for spiritual life and were not able to understand so especially when a literature is written for the people who are less intelligent you should not take any other meaning and even of the main literatures also the direct meaning mukhya vritti should be taken but especially when it is meant for less intelligent people please don't apply extra intelligence and try to take out different weird interpretations take the dictionary meaning if you open dictionary anywhere dictionary mentions kurukshetra means body and pandava means senses why you are telling like this pandava means pandu is a person and his sons are called pandav kuru is a king his sons are called kaurav kurukshetra is a place we know that geographically the location if you open dictionary find kurukshetra they will mention there is a place dharmakshetra and this is the location so the dictionary meaning should be taken direct meaning uh this is the principle in studying the vedas and it is common sense also i have to uh, you know crack the cat examination so the brochure mens- mentions if you have to take admission into iims then you have to take cat so if somebody interprets or oh, taking cat means i have to take cat animal and stand outside the gate of iims then they will give me admission then that is foolishness taking cat means understand from the person who has written the brochure taking cat means you have to write that cat examination you don't have to take the animal cat so in this way people are getting misled so that is why we should read the standard understanding bhagavad gita 
is accepted as a book of authority but the policy is that people take out their own interpretations if you take the direct meaning krishna has mentioned purushaha purusha means person sa paraha partha so the supreme truth is a person but he is transcendental person not a person like us who is conditioned by laws of nature who has a body upon himself his body spirit is one there is no inside and outside different for krishna dehi dehva bhedoyam neshvare vidyate kvachit no difference between body and soul in god exists so this is the understanding of krishna krishna is always present he does not take birth he does not take die he is purusham shashvatam divyam same thing arjuna will repeat again as we will see in the coming verses so time and again it has been mentioned in the vedas in the bhagavad gita purusha purusha but purusha shashvatam god is eternal purusha that is why we call avirbhav tirobhav he appears and he disappears he does not take birth and he does not die he appears and he disappears he may appear as a small boy he may appear as a very big fully grown person but he appears and he disappears so this is the first understanding which krishna clarified enough uh, in bhagavad gita and in the previous verse also we have seen it purushah god is a person so this has created a great calamity in life of people that god is an energy who is interested in energy after all we are interested in living with people we want to have relations with people who are smart who are beautiful handsome who are rich who are powerful and if you understand god is a person then naturally you would like to have a relationship we are very fond of talking to somehow meeting striking relationship with famous personalities and if you know god is a person then who would not like to speak with god understanding god is much more eager to talk to us so when god is eager to talk to us and god is a person then uh, it should not be very difficult to talk to god and who would not like to talk to god if god is a person but these unscrupulous interpretations have created calamity in the spiritual life of people so when people are very much in stress they want to see some light and get relief from the stress of this daily uh, greedy activities but here bhagavad gita offers a great hope god is a person and how to attain god how to meet god how to speak to him deal with him that krishna mentions in the second line of previous verse bhaktya labhyastu ananyaya he can be attained only by ananya bhakti ananya means having no other desire god i am engaged in your service so that my covid can be solved my disease can be solved my job problem can be solved so that will not help us attain favor of god god will give us all these things and he will tell us okay now please don't disturb but god does not give bhakti very easily because when a person gets bhakti then krishna comes under control of such devotee so god will not offer his control so easily so all other demands god will sanction easily but he will not give his bhakti very easy mukti liberation also you can give very easily but not bhakti so bhakta labhyastu ananyaya only by ananya bhakti no other process so any person who has read even the basics of bhagavad gita very quickly he will reject all the so called other processes of spiritual or material perfection because in bhagavad gita it is told bhaktiya bhaktiya mam abhijanati bhaktiya labhyastu ananyaya yoginam api sarvesham madgatena antara shraddhavan bhajate yo mam everywhere bhakti is glorified it is told only bhakt only a devotee can understand me in truth so anybody who is literate who is having some knowledge of bhagavad gita he will not accept any other artificial interpreted method of self realization but bhakti yoga 
So Lord Krishna clarified this first important point that God is a person. He implied another very, very important point that do not aspire to go to any place in this material world. Now we have just knowledge of this uh, material, uh, this planet, earthly planet, which where we are living. We do not have knowledge of other planets, but it is mentioned in the Vedas. Those people who perform pious activities, Chanti Sattvastha, they go to higher planets. So higher planets should have a higher standard of living. And of course, now uh, the Pentagon also has accepted that all those UFOs, many people were telling it is conspiracy theory, it is a hoax, but they have admitted that this is fact. So the American pilots, they have noticed many, many UFOs over many years, but those were classified documents. But seeing no threat to their nation, they have declassified it. And they are telling, yes, they, those were actually UFOs. They have a unique shape. They fly in a very unique way. Such technology does not exist on our planet. So this proves also existence of life on other planets. And of course, if you read Vedas, the descriptions are unlimited. So there are various planets. And uh, we have information of this uh, planet where people are very, very weak and miserable. However, there are very, very high standards of living. Even Rakshasas are also more advanced. So thus the description is given in the prologue of Ramayana when Ravana was having a fight. He was traveling all across the planet trying to find a match for him who can defeat him. So Ravana went and uh, he defeated Kuvera. He stole his very nice chariot. And this technology was so nice. Now we are just trying to put some chips and uh, so that without anything, simply from the Bain instruction can be taken and computers can work accordingly. But Ravana's chariot was doing this thing, Kuvera's chariot. It would fly simply by taking the instructions of the mind. And uh, if any part of the that flying chariot or flying machine gets destroyed, then it repairs itself automatically like our bodies repair itself. So it can also repair itself automatically. No need of worrying about maintenance. And thus Ravana was flying everywhere in that beautiful chariot. And then Ravana came across this earthly planet, although he was not interested because the earthly human beings are very, very weak. Nevertheless, he wanted to just fight for the sake of fun. And he challenged the ruler of that time. He was Anaranya, the predecessor of Dashrath Maharaj. And he came and he started fighting. And then he saw these people are very weird, Ravana and Ravana's army. So even though his army was huge and having lakhs of soldiers, they would throw all the weapons. But then this, uh, these people had amazing powers which no human being could generally display. They would vanish. You throw your weapons and they are gone. And sometimes they would appear in the sky. Sometimes they would enter the earth. Yes, they can enter the earth also. And suddenly they would appear at the back and tear apart the soldiers. So in this way, the entire army of Anaranya got vanished. But Anaranya was advanced. He had signs of celestial weapons also. And he released some of such weapons on Ravana. But nevertheless, he also uh, was uh, very mercilessly killed. So he was very weak. So we can understand even you know, Rakshasas are very, very powerful. They can conjure various tricks. They can appear, disappear, vanish, and do so many other things. Then there are higher species of life, Charanas, Gandharvas, Yakshas, and Siddhas. Siddhas are so advanced that uh, they need not have any vehicle also. They can fly with the same body. 
they are gandharvas who have wings like we see the uh, instructions are there in bible where the angel has come he has spoken few things to some of the disciples and the angel is shown with uh, great wings so yes angels do exist the satvik personality is called gandharvas and others the celestial musicians they have wings huge wings and they fly but there are siddhas siddhas means here on this planet a yogi has to perform very strict austerity for many many thousands of years and then he becomes powerful he can become smaller than the smallest change the size of his body so yes we also can change the size of body but it happens without our desire we are small in the womb of mother then we grow this growth happens without our control and of course some protein powder you can take build up some muscles but much change cannot be done but with the help of yogic sciences you can expand your body like anything you can contract your body at your will so there is a science by which the body is expanding if you know what is that science you can make it expand further or you can contract it also so the yogis know this art the yogis can counteract the force of gravity and make the body very very light so and many such yogis are there and who can walk on water sometimes they want to attract public attention but a devotee should be very very careful not to get attracted by these cheap things so when prabhupad was asked so prabhupad can you walk on water you know just like that so prabhupad told yes i can do that and can you fly in the air to other city just like that without purchasing a flight ticket so prabhupad told yes it is possible but if i start doing that then all my disciples they will ask how to fly to america without a ticket and they will not ask me how to go to krishna so yogi should be very careful not to get diverted by all these various powers which he gets in course of time and what is the use of such powers even if you walk on water prabhupad explains you can give 2 rupees to boat and the boat will let you cross in mayapur still you give 2 rupees to cross the uh, river so something which can be done simply by paying 2 rupees to the boat why you have to do a lot of tapasya for that so one thing is uh, lord krishna is telling there is no need to go to the different planets because even if you become like a siddha very very powerful you have all these material powers and people get bewildered some yogi has little power he can produce some gold and something about his life he can tell he can predict and they tell oh you are god you do not know what is god these things many people can do these are not very big magical feats and only foolish people uh, they get attracted by magic so what is the use of such magic when you pay 2 rupees and you can just cross the rivers so after doing thousands of years of tapasya you have just learned how to cross the river what is the use but something which cannot be achieved even by such yogis is crossing over birth death old age and disease <clears throat> so that is why yoga is meant to solve these biggest problems of life solving birth death old age and disease so krishna tells even if you go to the topmost planet a brahma bhuvana lokan punaravartino arjuna if you go there you don't make further advancement once your punya is over you will forget all your powers everything will be lost and you will come down again on this planet so we are eternal so what is the use of any temporary attainment we are working very very hard we want to become celebrity we want to show off we want to have many cars a big house or many houses what is the use because you lose everything and you, then you can become animal in the same house you have purchased and another very important perspective prahlad maharaj presents he tells 
तस्व हेतु प्रयतेत कोविदो न यद्यते भ्रमताम उपरद ह्यूमन लाइफ शुड नॉट बी यूज टू अटेन एनीथिंग विच इज ऑप्टेनेबल इन एनी प्लैनेट ऑफ दिस यूनिवर्स वाई बिकॉज इट इज टेम्परेरी इज वन परस्पेक्टिव गिवन बाय कृष्णा अनादर परस्पेक्टिव वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट परस्पेक्टिव विच प्रहलाद महाराज एक्सप्लेन्स इन भागवतम इज लभ्यते दुखवत अन्यता सुखम काले न सर्वत्र गभीर रमहसा सो दिस पॉइंट ऑल ऑफ यू शुड अंडरस्टैंड वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वेरी वेरी अटेंटिवली इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट पॉइंट सो प्रहलाद महाराज इज टेलिंग आर आचार्य द लिबरेटेड पर्सनैलिटी प्रहलाद महाराज इज सो एडवांस्ड दैट नन ऑफ द लॉज ऑफ नेचर एक्ट अपॉन हिम बॉइलिंग ऑयल डज नॉट बर्न हिम एंड द स्नेक पॉइजन डज नॉट एक्ट अपॉन हिम poison becomes nectar when he drinks it he is so exalted so much absorbed in thoughts of krishna and such personality is giving such knowledge some knowledge so prahlad maharaj tells labhyate dukhvat anyata sukham you are working very hard to become happy in life but he is telling just like dukhvat the misery comes in our life without any planning nobody planned for covid it came misery has come without any planning similarly अन्यता सुखम हैप्पीनेस आल्सो विल फॉलो ऑटोमेटिकली दुखवत जस्ट लाइक द मिजरी कम्स इन आर लाइफ विदाउट एनी प्लानिंग समर्स मिजरेबल दे कम विदाउट एनी प्लानिंग विंटर्स एक्सट्रीम विंटर्स अगेन मिजरेबल कम विदाउट एनी प्लानिंग इन बिटवीन देयर इज स्प्रिंग ऑटम दैट इज प्लेजरेबल सो दिस इज द कोर्स ऑफ दिस मटेरियल नेचर इट कम्स एंड गोस सो वेरी इजीली वी कैन अंडरस्टैंड वी नीड नॉट पुट एनी एंडेवर द सीजन विल चेंज weather would change day would come night would come summers would come winters would come in between little spring time is there autumn is there so there is we are moving from misery to misery in between there is some relief that is taken as happiness so because it is going in cycle of time labhyate dukhvat anyata sukham kalena sarvatra gavira namasa so prahlad maharaj is telling bringing this very important factor in our life that is called time so we do not understand the influence of this very very important factor time factor and nobel prize was given to the people because they understood how this time factor is influencing us and if we don't follow the dictations of time we don't abide by its orders then we will increase the sufferings of our life so they uh, explained every cell in the body is following a biological clock and that follows the motion of the sun there is a time for cell division cell growth cell repair cell cleansing at the time of cleansing you are eating engaging certain metabolic activities then you will have diseases so they told this night life this uh, social media other things they are causing all these diseases we are facing today because we are not allowing the cell to operate as per its biology which follows time which follows the motion of sun so in this way time is controlling the operations of our body so as soon as the living entity takes birth simply if the exact time is known his future can be very easily predicted and the total happiness on distress in our life that is fixed nobody can change it so prabhupatel this is intelligence if somebody tells you even if you work 12 hours or 15 hours you cannot get more than 50000 rupees in this month every month so then why would a sane person work hard so that is what is uh, the situation is with all of us our happiness and distress cannot be altered by any amount of hard work kalena sarvatra kaviraham sai in different degrees as per the activities we have done previously just like now if we contaminate covid virus is just a matter of time it, it may manifest in our body so it is because of some actions we have done in the past we contacted somebody who was having covid 
we contacted somebody who was in tamoguna then we just have to wait for a wrong uh, wait for a wrong fate and then if we contact somebody who was in satvaguna then automatically our life will have a positive result so as per the actions previous actions the happiness and distress of this life it is fixed that cannot be changed so people work very hard want to change it it does not get changed and then people come more under stress so prahlad maharaj is telling thus you should save time so everything will follow distress will follow and simply we can understand as soon as you take birth after these many years old age is going to come so your misery is fixed isn't it and at this time you will get married you can enjoy sensual pleasures this is also fixed so youthhood means time of pleasure enjoyment even if you abuse your body it will not respond immediately old age all the results will start coming out how you spent your youthhood then death would be miserable so just like our major happiness distress can be predicted like this so those people who are expert in studying time studying astrology even now there are very expert astrologers not many are there but some centers like uh, uh, one of our devotees was telling chidambaram kanchipuram temples are there nadi astrology is there you simply give your thumb impression and uh, somebody already the sages in the past agastya and uh, bhrigu there are two lineages so they have described that these people will be visiting this temple these centers in future so they have described the name of their parents and everything basis simply the thumb impression so many people have gone there and simply you give thumb impression and they will read out so sometimes if you are uh, fortunate first or second script would be or otherwise you have to wait after 10 15 scripts because you know it is difficult to get the exact impression so they will just read out is this the name of your parents this is the name of your parents and then when it comes uh, that yes you tell this is the right thing then they will describe further things so this boy he is very intelligent boy he went there and he told i was surprised so but they took some uh, 2024 scripts because before they could find uh, his script but his friend went immediately the second script was his and they were able to tell so many other things and we find in bhagavatam also shukdev goswami is telling future to parikshit maharaj that these many dynasties are going to come these kings are going to come these incarnations are going to come he can very precisely see the time duration everything in future so thus time is a real energy how time is operating the advanced living entities can see that so prahlad maharaj is telling please understand this important fact just like without endeavor distress is coming to your life in a similar fashion without endeavor destined happiness will automatically fall in place thus we see some people are not educated <laughs> and uh, very less educated but they become very rich and very successful some people who are very very educated they struggle to make the ends meet so thus we can see how destiny is operating of course now because everyone is working very very hard so people are thinking these results which i am getting it is because of my hard work but that is not fact so then prahlad maharaj tells then what you should aspire for tasyev hetu prateta kovida so person who is covid who is intelligent who is philosophically inclined he should aspire not for going anywhere in this material planets some people they uh want to become happy on this planet some people understand there are higher statuses of living higher standards so uh, one devotee works outside he was discussing that prabhu we were discussing in a forum how to become rich 
So one person told that if you want to become rich, first thing you should do is simply leave India. If you live in India, you can never become rich. Go somewhere, go to US, go to Canada. Going there is easy and become a sweeper there. <laughs> You'll become very soon very rich. And when there is opportunity, try to find a good uh, job of your field. But just leave India. You go outside, you become rich. And that is fact, actually. So in a similar fashion, there are uh, other planets where facilities are very, very high. And people work hard for elevation to those planets in the Vedic times. But Prahlad Maharaj is saying, no, please do not do that. Anywhere you go within these 14 planetary systems in this universe, your happiness and distress is fixed as soon as you take birth. You cannot change it. Distress will come and mixed happiness will come. Unalloyed happiness is not possible here. So he tells you should aspire to transcend the boundaries of this material universe. Don't have small aims in life. People, you know, the motivational speakers, they tell, yes, think big, dream big, but their bigness is just going to some next planet or satellite, which is very close to us. No, what is big thinking? Big thinking is told in the Vedas, not to other planet, other solar system, other galaxy. You think beyond the boundaries of the universe. And how to go there? Again, the consideration of time is important. So the time at which you are leaving the body for ordinary people, that decides whether they are going to transcend the boundaries of the universe or they are going to appear in some other planet within the universe. What are those considerations? Let us see in the shlokas now. So here two ways of passing away from this world are explained. One path, if a person follows, he will come back. Another path, he won't come back. What is that? Yatra kale tvanavrittim avrittim chayva yoginaha prayata yanti tamkalam bakshyami bharatarshabha. O best of the Bharatas, I shall now explain to you the different times at which passing away from this world one does or does not come back. Agnir jyotir aha shuklaha shanma sautarayanam. Tatra prayata gachanti brahma brahma vidojanaha. Those who know the supreme Brahm pass away from the world during the influence of the fiery god in the light at an auspicious moment during the fortnight of the moon and the six months when the sun travels in the north. So here it is being explained. If you want to go to the spiritual world, an ordinary devotee can always go. There is no limitation for him because Krishna personally takes care takes care. But other ordinary people, if they have to go, they have to be very, very particular about uh, the time at which they are living. So there are two segments in a year, Uttarayan and Dakshinayan. So the Vedas mention sun is not static, the sun is also moving. So although because we can just perceive relative motion, we cannot go outside the universe where we can observe what is moving and what is static. We can never come to know what is moving and what is not. But the Vedas explain the sun is also actually moving. Sun moves towards north, upwards, and then downwards towards the south. So the motion of sun towards the north, it is called Uttarayan. So when the sun travels in the north direction, upwards. So this is the first condition. If you have left your body, when it is Dakshinayan, then no question of liberation. Now, when the sun is traveling upwards, there is further condition. Then it should be Shuklaha. Shukla means when the moon is bright, the fortnight of bright moon. If you pass away in the fortnight of uh, dark moon, Krishna Paksha, then you will not get liberation. So it should be, first of all, six months are rejected. Only six months are considered of Uttarayan. 
and in uttarayan also 15 days are rejected of the month krishna paksha just shukla paksha is taken care the fortnight of bright moon and at that time also not every time you can die agnir jyoti ahaha aha means during the day time at night if you die in those 15 days again there is no liberation you have to die at the day time at day time also <laughs> there should be influence of agni jyoti there should be influence of light and fire so like this various conditions are there and at a at an auspicious moment there are few auspicious moments only at those times just like the flight departs at a suitable time if you reach after that you have to come back from airport so you cannot uh, stay there the flight is gone in a similar fashion there are various deities which control the motion of soul in this universe so all these presiding deities of day time of uh, uh, fire god and all these deities they arrange for the passage of the soul so the passage opens up so either uh, by practice of yoga system by controlling your breathing cycles you finish your breathing cycles at a suitable time when the proper moment arrives then you can be liberated or accidentally somehow or the other if at that moment a person leaves the body agnir jyoti ah shukla shan masa uttarayanam tat prayata if at that time the body is left then the person attains liberation so those special moments which fall under the influence of fire god jyoti at the day time in that bright fortnight in the uttarayan time six months then only in those moments it is possible to attain liberation otherwise dhumo ratris tatha krishna shan masa dakshinayanam tatra chandramasam jyotir yogi prapya nivartate dhumo the mystic who passed away from this world during the smoke ratris the night the moonless fortnight or in the six months when the sun passes to the south or chan chandramasam who reaches the moon planet again comes back so krishna is telling here please do not go to moon planet there is no use because birth death old age disease will not leave you you have to again come back from chandramasam even if you attain moon planet so people were aspiring to go to moon planet if you follow chaturmasya nicely you can go to moon planet four months of tapasya so krishna is telling no please although yes there are a lot of pleasures on the moon planet the living entities the standards they are very very high but please do not try to aspire because you have to come back so those who go to moon planet or those who pass away when it is smoky it is night it is the krishna paksha or it is dakshinayanam the six months when the sun is passing to the south then the person has to come back he has to incarnate again he does not get liberated shukl krishne gati hyate jagata shashvate mate डार्कनेस any of the influence of darkness then the person has to come back here and it is told here because it is truth it is not that in only one book it is mentioned in chandogya upanishad and other places also same principles are being mentioned nayate sriti partha janan yogi muhyati kashchana tasma sarveshu kaleshu yogo yukto bhavarjuna 
the devotees who know these two paths arjuna are never bewildered therefore be always fixed in devotion now krishna is telling arjuna you need not bother a yogi which kind of yogi that krishna already has mentioned in the previous uh in the verse number 22 which we covered in previous class the last chapter the last verse of the sixth chapter yogi nampapi sarvesham and in the seventh chapter as well that bhakti yogi you have to become arjuna bhakta alabhyasvan anyaya so that is why yogi here means bhakti yogi so yog yukto bhav arjuna therefore at all times please arrange yourself in yoga so krishna is telling how it is so difficult you just have to control your breathing process you have to master your breathing process in such a nice way that just at that moment proper moment you can leave your life you can leave your body so it is very very risky so that is why krishna is telling a devotee is not bewildered he is not very much bothered that i have to wait for the right auspicious time tasma sarveshu kaleshu yogi yukto bhavarjana therefore always be fixed in devotion if you are fixed in devotion krishna tells tesham aham samuddharta mrityu sansara sagarat i take him out from this uh, ocean of birth and death so that is why a devotee doesn't have to bother but a non devotee he has to be very very careful when he is passing so now this is the summary of uh, the sixth cha- of sixth chapter seventh chapter eighth chapter whatever we have read so far vedeshu yagyeshu tapasu chaiva daneshu yat punya phalam pradishtam atyeti tat sarvam idam viditva yogi param sthanam upayati chadyam so krishna has mentioned so many processes we have read krishna krishna is mentioning this yagya that yagya this uh, process that process tapasya austerity reading the vedas so usually a person has to go through all these processes for elevation in next life a person who accepts the path of devotional service is not bereft of the results derived from studying the vedas performing austere sacrifices giving charity or pursuing philosophical and fruitive activities <coughs> sorry <coughs> at the end he reaches the supreme abode so a person has to read the vedas very very nicely he has to go to gurukul and a person can have understanding of vedas when he is completely detached he is having no material enjoyments in his life because material enjoyments make a person mad they are addictive so that is why and the great, greatest material enjoyment is family life so brahmachari is taken away from the family life he lives in jungle and then with complete detachment Uh, not indulging in sense enjoyment he lives very simply even though he's son of a king in the gurukul he learns how to serve a guru and do all the menial tasks take various austerities go door to door begging arms that is very important for brahmachari uh, in order to maintain humility without humility nobody can have uh, proper knowledge of life so begging even though you can be son of king you have to go door to door and beg and whatever you have begged you cannot enjoy that food or money you can bring it to the spiritual master and his spiritual master calls that son please come and take uh, prasadam then you can take otherwise you have to starve in this way many many austerities in gurukul uh, disciple is supposed to perform to study the vedas then vedic knowledge understanding is revealed that i am not the body but in today's civilization when people is living in midst of so many attachments so much of sense enjoyment then a person is just driven by sense enjoyment he cannot understand vedas then severe austerities after that uh, those people who want they are allowed to enter grahastashram but then they have to perform sacrifices in household life as well 
so grastha should cook for everyone he has to maintain brahmachari he has to maintain vanaprastha and sanyas ashram also because they are strictly engaged in spiritual affairs they are not supposed to put endeavor for their own livelihood the grastha is supposed to take care of their livelihood also he has to feed animals also who live in his house around his house people who are moving around his house he has to receive he receive any guest like uh, god himself the vedic principle is graham shatrum api praptam vishvastam akuto bhayam if you receive an enemy also in your house you should receive him so nicely in such friendly manner that akuta bhayam he becomes fearless so this is how the even uh, the pandavas kauravas they are fighting very very fiercely and all of them got killed but evening time they would be very very friendly similarly when they were fighting the bhima krishna they all went to fight jarasandha so bhima fought for many days around 28 days or so and in the evening but jarasandha he was hosting them very very nicely so this person has come to kill you and you also want to kill him but just see the vedic culture evening time there is no fight and if somebody comes to your camp you receive him uh, like uh, like guest in a very very friendly way so thus the vedas uh, they are so nice they always want to keep a person very peaceful even at the time of war so there are proper regulations proper duties mentioned in the vedas and one such very strict duty of householder is that any person who comes to your house any guest you have to receive him like god give him all respects and then so many other yagyas he has to perform as a grastha also and after that uh, van prastha when he goes to jungle then very strict austerity he cannot wear all these nice cotton clothes he has to wear tree bark and he cannot shave he has to eat very simple food and he cannot uh, uh live with his family member just taking wife is allowed in the van prastha ashram and then sanyas ashram much more austerity so yagyeshu tapasu chaiva long tapasya many many years of tapasya is required yagya is required studying of vedas is required daneshu and when you are taking sanyas all your property should be given in charity whatever you have earned in life you cannot tell i am old now i want to enjoy no now people think let us have nice policies nice a fixed deposits and mutual fund investment so that when i am old i'll go on world tour and enjoy very nice comfortable life vedas tell no sir when you become old then you prepare yourself for strict austerities now you can eat some nice food items when you are old you have to strictly control your tongue strictly control all the other things and just wear tree bark live in the jungle so this is vedic civilization more and more austere as the time progresses and everything what a person has earned daneshu he has to give in charity everything and then a person gets punya punya means pious credits so just like here you have to uh, uh any place you have to shift just like the government has many many facilities it gives good big quarters to bureaucrats so you have to qualify yourself to become bureaucrat in a similar fashion such gandharva loka siddha loka charan loka mahar loka jan loka if you have to go such planets which are not destroyed even at the time of universal destruction if you have to have that facility then you have to have this punya these activities you have to do vedeshu yagyeshu tapasu chaiva daneshu but here krishna is telling shortcut ateti tat sarvam idam viditva yogi param sthanam upayati chadyam a person who accepts the path of devotional service is not bereft of the results derived from doing all such very very following such difficult procedures so just like you earn uh, you get a 1000 rupee note 
then in thousand rupees, ten rupee, one rupee, five rupee, hundred, two hundred, all the currencies are automatically included. You need not tell, oh, I don't have ten rupees. Please let me have ten rupee. No, if you have thousand rupee, everything is included in that. In a similar fashion, simply if a person follows bhakti yoga, he is able to attain a level of happiness which is not attainable by ten rupee, twenty rupee, by Vedeshu, Yagyeshu, Tapasu. So you get something which is not attainable by all these processes, but you attain something. and everything which is attainable by these other preliminary processes thus the conclusion of all the knowledge we have read so far in bhagavad gita is krishna is telling to arjuna bhakta labhyastvananya please become a bhakti yogi by following the process of bhakti you are able to attain all the perfection that you have by following all the other processes so thus we are very fortunate we have come across the right understanding let us take advantage and this all this perfection of bhakti can be very easily attained by chanting hari krishna maha mantra in the association of devotees so i request all of you please take this process very very sincerely and again do not forget the influence of time we have to follow activities very timely just like here it is told at this time we have to leave the body for such destination otherwise you'll reach different destination in a similar fashion our spiritual activities also we should understand morning time is very very good brahm mohurta so try to get up 4 o'clock in the morning if it is not possible now getting a 4 o'clock so at least try to get up as early as possible take bath twice a day morning and evening time is influenced by evening it makes you tamasic so minimum taking bath twice in a day is very very important sleeping early getting up early in brahm mohurta and brahm mohurta chanting the hari krishna maha mantra so all these things are very very important and then time will bring few very important days like ekadashi so on ekadashi if you fast and if you chant hari krishna maha mantra increase your reading chanting that day and the days of appearance of the incarnations or devotees of krishna so these times are very very favorable for very fast spiritual advancement so although we don't have to be so particular i have to wait and leave body at such a time but nevertheless time plays a very significant role as long as we are not uh, pure devotees so we have to take this advantage when the time is favorable take advantage when it is brahm mohurta so get up early if you want to make significant advancement in spiritual life you have to chant offenselessly chant in the brahm mohurta continuously for a long time do fasting more reading on ekadashi days days of appearance disappearance in this way utilize this time factor and understand that this time factor is powerful you need not take much tension remain satisfied with whatever is coming in our life happiness and distress understanding it is temporary prepare for the eternal life so we'll finish here and now uh, i am sharing this important link here those devotees who are new uh, you must be having questions you want to have especially if this is your uh, first session or recently you have joined so then we have devotees who can guide you very very systematically how to follow the process how to follow meditation which books to read which videos to watch so this is the telegram link here we share all the details of the sessions and i am sharing contact number also you want more details how to follow krishna consciousness read bhagavad gita we have daily bhagavad gita discussion in the evening which is very very powerful and it is recommended for everyone to follow we understand initially or don't understand just try to come and within few days you'll start understanding everything so you can contact on this number this number is of risha govind prabhu he will help all the newcomers in all the respects so please join this uh, channel for more details and read prabhupad books what